Hey guys, I'm Rhea Fry, best-selling author, business owner, wife, mother, but most of all, I'm a human. And I'm Joe Tower, entrepreneur, producer, editor, husband, son, and I am also a human. As writers, we're always digging behind the story of publishing, ego, process, to get to the deeper truth of who we are and why we're here. While we're still pursuing that mission of the Right Way podcast, we wanted a platform where we could talk about being writers as well as being human. Now we'll be spending each episode talking with real people about real shit. This is The Real Story. Uh, welcome to a very special episode of The Real Story, uh, where we, Rhea and I, are going to take a moment um, to ref reflect and celebrate the fact that this is our 100th episode. Yay! Yay! I mean, we actually stuck with something for 100 episodes. <laughs> it's Well, I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, who've listened to this from the start you know don't realize like there this was what right way started as was just this podcast before it was a company before we offered any services one day you and i were like let's do a podcast and then 100 episodes later here we are isn't that crazy because now i do recall that we like brainstormed the name of the podcast and then the name of the podcast became the name of the business um and then for all of for those of you that followed along when we started we were very much um kind of strictly covering uh, elements of the publishing industry, uh, which we still do, but uh, since we've made the shift to uh, the real story, uh, we've sort of been tackling it from a much more kind of expansive um, and like holistic approach to to writing and and creation and 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 publishing as well. So it's really evolved. I love the I love looking back and thinking about how much this, even just this podcast, let alone our business, has changed. Well, and how about us as human beings? Um, I mean, we have, oh, we have, shit. I mean, right before we pushed record, we were like, I hate everyone and everything. I feel like we've <laughs> just become, we, we like started as these bright eyed, bushy tailed, you know, hopeful humans. And now we're just like, whatever, <laughs> just whatever. Broken, broken, <laughs> pessimistic, Exhausted. cynical, jaded. Yeah. We got like, we've both got like a hard, crusty exterior. Well, but, but isn't, isn't there something to be said for that in terms of, you know, from the time we started this podcast and the time we started a business, we did decide to do it our own way and that we weren't going to do it like anyone else. And we weren't going to burn ourselves out and we weren't going to do all these things. And still, we have still taken on more than we can handle at times. And we have reached burnout. And um, I, I don't know. I just think that's indicative of the society that we live in, you know, this, this past weekend, I haven't felt well for the first time in years. And I really have been trying to look at like, whenever you are under the weather or whatever, it's just like, okay, I'm not sick. I'm healing. This is an upgrade of some sort. It's a time to just like sit and rest and reflect. And boy, did I, and it, it made me just, you know, I was evaluating the business and, how far we've come, but I put my phone on airplane mode. I didn't open my computer and realize that the burnout and the exhaustion, <laughs> I don't even think often comes from the work. It comes from just the like modern day 
living and how we are always on 100% of the time. And we've talked about that before, but not responding to people via text message, emails, not like having to think about anyone else's anything for a few days and just sitting, reading a book. Um, We binged 90s, 1990s, like (laughs) rom-coms and, you know, like drank tea and took naps and, and just... I could hear myself think for the first time in a long time and just realize like how, even though we have, we have built this business so so differently and don't play a lot of the games that a lot of people play in terms of marketing and social media and all of that, there is still this need to produce and perform and to be on like this podcast week after week, after week, after week, there's a lot of prep that goes into a podcast. And I feel like we kind of wing it actually compared to most people, but you still have to edit it. And then you, you know, we do graphics and you do show notes and I do the newsletter and we promote it. And there is just this ongoing cyclical nature to everything that we do without any sort of real break. And I think reaching this hundredth episode Coming so far in the last few years with the business, with ourselves as writers, with ourselves as humans, I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like a completely different person with completely different intentions going forward for how I want to work, live, and be in daily life. Oh, sure. And that's probably, that's how it should be too, right? I think about the idea that like how... The the idea of something not evolving, especially what we have seen in our own personal lives and what the business has seen. I mean, to think that like not long after we started where we opened right way proper up to uh, client referrals, um, you know, we faced quarantine. We faced the the pandemic. We, um, you know, have have weathered so much as as people, you know, this last year and this year as well. it is amazing to see that evolution. And I think, you know, it's, uh, it's worth noting, uh, I, you, everyone, for those of you that do subscribe to the newsletter, uh, for those of you that maybe have visited the podcast, uh, or the, uh, the podcast and business website, uh, we are not, we are no longer taking clients, uh, on, um, from sort your of lips to God's ears. No. <laughs> We've, we've, we've made, we've made that decision. The, the, the podcast has evolved in this way where we were talking about a very, we had very niche content and now it's kind of opened up to include, you know, uh, many, many other things. Uh, I also really think it's worth it to look back and to see the things that we've really stuck to, like the the kind of um, principles that we've stuck to. Like you said, Rhea, we, we built this business kind of our own way. And that, that was something even when we were kind of being, uh, like a little bit lured or kind of, you know, life can bait you in that way to, to maybe submit to how everything else is doing it for the promise of whatever growth scale, whatever you want to call it. But we, we've remained, the business remained a referral only business that we've remained, uh, oddly, um, not present on social media. We, we really have stuck to certain core beliefs and core values that I think were, were foundational to, to both the podcast and the business to begin with. And remember, so when we started out, and I think this is interesting and and valuable for anyone who wants to have a podcast, you know, we 
obviously kind of bootstrapped it and we're doing things our way. But then we did, we hired a production company because that's what we thought we needed to do to blow the podcast up and to do all of these things. And immediately we were like, this is not the right fit. This is not a good money spend. These are not the right people. And we severed that. And and you are so correct in that we have stuck to our core values along the way. And we've tried a lot of things on this podcast. Like I was thinking the other day, remember when we used to do coffee and trades and we would like <laughs> sit around? Uh, me too. And we that would was, drink coffee and it. we would talk about and like- talk about books. Books that were coming out. And like, sometimes I'm like, we should fucking bring that back. And we should- but Why we, don't? Why don't we? Because we we've tried so many different things. And what I've found so interesting, because yeah, we don't have a massive- podcast with millions of subscribers, but I've noticed that every single book event or writer's conference I have come to, people have come up to me not knowing me and not being like, oh, I love your books. They're like, oh, I love your podcast. Your podcast is X, Y, or Z. And it has been the coolest thing to know and understand that that our honest conversations are really reaching people well, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I think it's it's so worth it to say and it's so something that us like I know myself as a creator has to keep in mind because it becomes so it becomes almost second nature to start trying things that you think will quote unquote work but that maybe don't necessarily resonate with who you are, like your authentic self. And I think that the, that coffee and trades is such a perfect example because that was a themed kind of monthly episode that we did that we both really, we both admittedly said, oh, I really love that. I really love just getting on the phone with you and getting on the mic and recording us talking about what books we're reading and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to point fingers, but it was that production company. Production company. That was, they, like, exactly. that was like, guys, this episode, these episodes are getting the least amount of, of downloads, the least amount of listens. They're having the least amount of engagement. They're netting the least engagement. And so we stopped doing it. And I just think to myself, like, well, this, that is what we think we have to do to scale or grow or be successful. Or we equate success with something growing, Marketable, constantly growing, trending. all the yeah, kind, trending. Totally. Right, and it's right. like, is it or is the thing that's successful the thing that maybe incrementally grows naturally as a result of you staying in line with what you're passionate about and what your core values well, are? Well, isn't it funny, too, that with this podcast, we've never put any pressure on it to monetize it. We've never put any pressure on it to perform or grow like by X percent and, you know, by this deadline. And it's been the whole way through such an enjoyable process. And I'm like, why can we not do the same thing when it comes to being authors or running a business? Like there, there's so few things in life that you do without pressure and without true expectation. And for me, this podcast has been one of them. And it's been, you know, over a hundred episodes. I've learned that I love, love having a podcast. And I love being radically honest about all the shit no one 
talks about. And it's been such a pleasure to interview people, to talk with you, to work through real... I mean, we have stayed afloat during the last two years of a global pandemic. Your wife got diagnosed with cancer. We, I mean, my relationship's been through ups and downs and everything in between. And there's, I mean, there's just been so much change. And yet this has been a cornerstone throughout our journey, something we can come to week after week after week. And you always said, and I, I totally agree. You said, you know, the podcast is something that you don't even have to, you don't even have to think about whether or not you like you enjoy it. So you don't ever have to think about like, Oh, do I feel like doing this or not? And I really, I really have to give you a lot of credit for like really pointing us in, in that right direction because you started kind of doing you you really created this like new iteration of the real story because you started doing solo episodes where you were kind of bearing all about your experience in the publishing industry simultaneously bearing all about yourself and your emotional well-being and your and 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 how you were feeling and like you stripped it you stripped any any guys or like any you know any like presence, like podcast presence away and really got down to some like truth. And I think that was that your solo episodes were the thing that really predicated us saying, hey, we still want to talk writing. We still want to talk creativity. We still want to talk publishing industry, but we really want to give ourselves permission uh, to talk about a lot more than that. Well, and that to me, I don't know about you, but when I listen to podcasts, like that's my favorite thing is just the real just the real stuff, you know, the real truths and honesty and not just like five ways you can sell your manuscript. Like, I think that, you know, was fun for a while. And I love that we have those episodes for people. But yeah, I think that's what's so cool about a podcast is it can grow and change and, you know, shift along the way. Uh, for you, I mean, in a 100 episodes, what has been your biggest takeaway like from this experience and from from this podcast uh well you know i think i think there are quite a few i think uh one of the things that we did like midway through i i think like you in 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 a big way i realized how much i enjoy this medium i've always considered myself you know, I've always considered myself largely a writer. I did, I did, I hosted a long time, uh, storytelling show in Los Angeles. And so I do, I do, I do also enjoy a kind of more performative aspect of it. But I think what I love about this is it really does provide this sort of middle ground opportunity where, I don't know, like you're, you can have a conversation with yourself. You can have a conversation with someone else. You can have a conversation with a group of people and simultaneously you're having this much larger uh, conversation with potentially a much larger audience. And, um, I think I realized how much I just really like this medium. And one of the things that we did with right way, uh, while, while we were in, in coming out of quarantine actually is offering um, some uh, some services related to uh, clients developing their own podcast. And I think what I realized there was we can all say like everybody, people's, you can, we can all say like, oh, the market's flooded. Oh, there are so many podcasts. Oh, there's a podcast for everything, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. But it really is a proper medium that requires very little 
it, a modicum of investment, of financial investment. Um, and then, like you said, some substantial time to begin with. But it's just an easy way to give yourself 30 minutes or or 20 minutes or an hour to, to talk about everything that you need to talk about, to really like put your your mission and your message in a capsule and like feed it to your audience, right? It's not like other kind of social media uh, feeds where everything is a constant, um, is, is constant engagement, is you put a message out there and it's refuted or it's celebrated or whatever. You get that 30 minutes to kind of do whatever, to talk about whatever you want to talk about. And I really love it as as an asset to a business, as an asset to a brand, or just as pure recreation. Like there are guys that just start, there are people that just start podcasts to talk about food or to talk about shoes or to talk about, you know, celebrities, like whatever you want to do. And I I I think the how attractive it is to me as as a thing, as a hobby, and as a as a passion uh, has has really become become clear over the course of us putting it out there. What about what about you? That. I mean, all of that. I mean, one of my favorite things. I know it's going to sound cheesy, but it's just getting to spend this time together every week. Like it's been. I mean, you the way that we like reentered into each other's lives, and if you really stop and look at all that we have done and created. But like, this is such a cornerstone and a touchstone of our friendship and our partnership. And I have loved it. I mean, I've just loved, I love that we get this time where it's not about other people. It's about us and our just having an honest conversation. And I think it, the fact that we've maintained that for a <laughs> hundred episodes. And, you know, I think for, for people that don't know for like, we, we, yeah, we live in two different States. We live across the country from each other and we, we haven't seen each other face to face since before the pandemic. Uh, I came out I mean, to, I came out bullshit. to Nash. That's fucking yeah. bullshit. But it is like, no matter what, it's like this weekly touchstone that we get to come back to, like hop on the phone together and like, what do you want to talk about today? And it's an opportunity to, you know, to check in in a lot of ways while we're making a podcast. Yes. Episode. And I think it's so cool that we can have, you know, these conversations and and that literally by just a simple invitation that I've been able to talk to some of my literary heroes on this podcast, both in the publishing industry and authors that I look up to, authors I want to be like, to talking to my daughter, having her on here. Like the fact that that content exists and and will live in the world, you know, that's so special. Um, It's just all been so wonderful and has really, you know, proven to me that you know, when you are consistent with something that you really enjoy and that you love, you know, that's great. It's just a great takeaway for people and people will find value in it and hopefully, you know, come back and listen. But that's, I don't know. I don't feel like that's why we do it. We're not doing it for the results. We're doing it because we really enjoy it. And I, I think for me, that's the ultimate takeaway is, is doing more things like that in life that don't, necessarily end with a, you know, like something with a bottom line. And we have a client, Derek McCann, 
the most lovely human oh. being. I, ha- I haven't even sent you this email. Top, top, client, top client, number one We client. need to actually have him on the podcast <laughs> because his life lessons. Yeah, we do. But yep. he was talking about this book that he's writing and that it's it's like, it's so enjoyable for him because it's like reading his favorite book. Like that's what the the writing process has been like. But he's like, I don't have to write for money. I don't have to do anything for money because I'm retired. What a wonderful like predicament that is to be in. And I was just like, oh my God. And he's about to embark on this huge travel across um He's going out of the country. He's going to Europe. He's, he's going home to he's Ireland. He's going on a big barge. Yeah. He's doing like all these amazing things. And But just his attitude about writing and how he just, he doesn't need to do it for any sort of result. It, like I wanted to just like print out that email and just like tape that up in my in my office because that's just the feeling that I want to get back to with everything is just doing it for the pleasure of it. I've really realized that pleasure is not a cornerstone in my life the way that I want it to be. And over the past few days of just shutting everything down, I like, I I went out yesterday, it was so hot outside, but I sat out on the front porch, eyes closed, the sun beating down on my face, eating an orange, and just like reveling in the taste of the orange and what it smelled like and just like being in that moment and tasting my food, something that we don't even like really do anymore because we're, we're just like shoveling in food in between meetings or eating behind our desk. Well, and- I, I told you about that, right? I started taking an hour lunch break. Yes. Every day yep. where I don't, I have lunch and then I don't go back to the computer until... The hour is up instead of like normal where I'd scramble to put something together and then take the plate right back into my office. No, no. I mean, I, I, I just feel done with all of that. And I realize like boundaries, you know, are going to have to be really put in place in order for me to honor my time and to, and to make pleasure more of a cornerstone. And like on my email, for instance, I'm putting a, a not an away message, but anytime anyone emails me, I'm saying I'm on a couple of really important deadlines and I'm going to be slow to respond. And the fact that I'm giving myself permission to do that and not be so reactive and not have to respond to every text 15 million times a day or a million emails and just just honor my own rhythms and timetable and realize that nothing is that critical to get done where I am stressing myself out constantly and and just wrecking my nervous system nonstop. Like I really feel done with all of that. Just the self-inflicted pressure to constantly perform and, you know, bringing it back to this podcast. It's just, that is what this has really taught me is just to enjoy. Like while we're doing this too, I mean, I know I've said it, I said it before where I'm like usually multitasking and, you know, I'm not doing that today, just like being present, being in the moment, enjoying it. And that's kind of what this avenue does for me is like, just reminds me to be here and to just really enjoy whatever it is that I'm doing. You know, there's that great saying, uh, not great saying, I actually have decided that I hate it. (laughs) Um, If you, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I'm like, eh, you will, you will. Um, but I think I think it's worth knowing noting that you said something interesting when I, you know, reminded I I had, I had sent you a, a voice message and mentioned that this would be 
our hundredth episode, and you were sort of like, Jesus, like we've done it, we've done it a hundred times, but you said, I, uh, well, I can't believe we've done a hundred episodes. I can't believe we've done a hundred episodes. Like, as to say, like, I can't believe we've been doing it for this long, but it doesn't feel, I don't, I, I'm not sitting here going like, oh my God, can you believe we've done this a hundred times? I really feel it. I don't at all. It just has become, it, it is, you really, I really don't feel like it's, it's this obligatory kind of thing we do. It's, uh, it's really a, a, a wholesome addition and something that really supplements my, my daily life, my weekly life. And I hope it is for all of you as well. We would love to hear from you. What's been your favorite part of the Real Story podcast? And what would you like to see that maybe we haven't done yet would you like to see coffee and trades back hear us talk about i know i would. our favorite I, books i'm gonna email <laughs> i am gonna email podcast at rightwayco.com yes bring back coffee and, and trades. i am going to ask for coffee and, trades. coffee and trades please email us thank you so much for listening we will just so you guys know and we will mention it again next week we will be doing one more episode 101st episode then we're going to take a little bit of a summer sabbatical for a couple weeks and we will return uh, with new episodes of The Real Story in July. So be prepared. So while we celebrate wanting to do this all the time, <laughs> we also need some time away, we're, frankly. We're taking a break. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for listening to Right Way Presents The Real Story. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and comment. And for more information on The Real Story and Right Way, visit rightwayco.com.